Hi, Andrew Myatt here. Welcome to Oxford Vineyard Extra, a podcast to give you some Bible and a few things to chew on when we have a Community Sunday. Uh, Before we look at the Bible together, don't miss the deeper session on Thursday the 19th of September and then Connection Group start the following week. All the information is on the website and the weekly email. There's a verse that's tucked away in Philippians chapter 4 verse 5 where it says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. Gentleness. When my dad died recently, I was chatting about him and said that one of the lessons I learned from him was the way he treated my mother. He never spoke harshly to her, and if she was upset, he would immediately seek to gently calm her and seek what was best for her. A very gentle response. Let your gentleness be evident to all. This is a character lesson and an encouragement that is for everybody and not something that is optional for those who are not naturally inclined that way. It's essential for all leaders, but also an important character trait for followers. It's for employees as well as employers. Some people are naturally gentle. Others will have to learn to develop this as a character trait. And as we've said before, character is always more important than gifting. Gentleness comes from love. Gentleness comes from an attitude which is shaped by how we view others. If we're full of pride and look on others with arrogance, there's unlikely to be gentleness in the way we think of them or approach them. Jesus said, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we're not going to get anything helpful if we're full of pride. Pride leads to harshness and intolerance. So we need to ask ourselves, how much do we really love others? What is the overflow of our heart when we see others who are different to us? There's an increasing intolerance in our society. So how, do we, so how we follow Jesus will be noticeably different. We don't compromise the truth, but we love the person despite the truth that they believe or that they're living. There are times when we struggle to love people. They may be doing something very unlovely, but the unconditional love God gives sees through the damage to the person underneath and begins to catch a glimpse of who God created them to be and how he sees them. I'm a type A driven person, and when something cuts across that, it's easy for me to respond badly. I can see it happen too often when people cut me up on the road, a flare of emotion towards them which isn't positive. I'm aware of how they've wronged me instead of how God loves them. Love changes the response to something much more gentle. It's not just how we see others and respond to them, but how we respond to Jesus. Do we allow him to love us? Or is our spiritual experience all about what we do for him or the truth that we follow? Allowing the Father's love to soak into us brings healing. 
It softens the hard parts. It changes us. His healing love is the starting point for growing in godly character and receiving all the healing that we need. That's why we talk a lot about responding to the Father's love. Gentleness also comes from humility. Closely linked to what I've already said, we put other people first. We're saved to serve, just like Jesus. In Mark 10.45, Jesus said that he didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life. That's a great example to follow, putting other people first. In Romans 12 verse 10, Paul picks up on this and says, Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honouring each other. In other words, put others first. Seek what's best for them instead of being so self-centred, which unfortunately comes too naturally to us. He then gives us an example of what that might look like, putting others, you know, honouring others. Uh, Verse 14, he says, Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. That's when the rubber hits the road, isn't it? To seek the best for the other person, even when they're not doing that for us. And to be able to pray that God will bless them, no matter how much they've wronged us. That shows when we've really forgiven, when we're able, with an open heart, to really pray for God's blessing on somebody. So what would that look like for you this week, I wonder? Someone at the office trying to put you down. Someone trying to take the credit for the work you've done when they've been lazy. Someone put you down in a discussion or made fun of you. How do we respond in those situations? Gentleness comes from humility. It also comes from respect for other people. This is again about how we see others. Taking on God's view of humanity in general and specifically those around us, it changes the perspective. They, just as much as you, are created in God's image. Look for what's best in others. We honour people for who they are without being offended by what they're not. When our boys were little, we were advised to catch them doing something right and praise them. It would be so easy to catch them doing something wrong and to focus on the negative, but so much better, so much more uplifting and encouraging to focus on the positive. And it's not just children we want to do that with. With some people, you may struggle to do that. Ask God to help you because it's worth it. It will change your attitude towards them. And it may also change the dynamic in the relationship. It may be the thing that brings the solution to the problem. Gentleness comes from the desire to bless and serve others. We are born selfish. In the early phases of life, we learn that the world doesn't revolve around us. At least we're meant to learn that, that we are not the centre of the universe. Life is not all about me and what I want. Babies don't understand that, but hopefully we have learned that lesson. Jesus calls us to serve and give, to prefer others, to put them first. There will be times when they misunderstand that or take advantage of it, but there are things happening in the spirit realm that we don't see. 
nor do we see the fruit of what is building inside us. God wants us to grow in character so that we become more like him, but also more like the person he created us to be. Those uncomfortable situations help us to grow good character in us. In Philippians 2, it says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he didn't think of equality with God as something to hold on to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. At work this week, or wherever you find yourself, learn to ask in each situation, how can I serve this person? There are times when we need to take care of ourselves, otherwise we have nothing to give, but the orientation of our lives needs to change to match that of Jesus. We are saved to serve. Gentleness is also a choice. There may be responses that are so much a part of us that it could be hard to see life any other way, but the power of God is available for us to change. Change starts with a choice, a recognition that something's wrong or out of place, and then a vision for what could be better. And then comes the hard part, day in, day out, choosing something different, a different way of thinking, a different way of responding. Therefore, gentleness is a habit which can be learned. As John Wimber used to say, we want to grow up before we grow old. The sad thing is that as we grow older, we become more like who we already are. So if we are arrogant, proud, dismissive, angry or intolerant, those character traits become magnified as we age. Or we can deal with them and grow in other things, gentleness included. I hope you agree with me by now that gentleness is a good thing and it would be something worth working on. So how do I grow in gentleness? Just a few ideas for you. Firstly, surrender to Jesus and become his slave. Ouch, you may think, that sounds pretty heavy. But true freedom is found in surrender to Jesus. It's part of God's upside down kingdom. The more we surrender, the more freedom we find. And so, as followers of Jesus, we live to serve just as he did. This doesn't come naturally, so we need to surrender daily. Second thing, put yourself in the other person's shoes. See things from their point of view. Get down on their level so that you're not so high and mighty. Thirdly, take every thought and emotion captive. Recognise how patterns of behaviour lead to proud and aggressive behaviour and catch them before they grow. This is a process and obviously you're not going to get it right all the time. And in fact, every time you get it wrong but are able to recognise it, you've grown. You've made it, uh, taken a step forward. Fourth, don't insist on your own way. Fifth, deal ruthlessly with pride. Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, A gentle answer deflects anger, 
but harsh words make tempers flare. We want our natural response to be a gentle answer. We want to be people who make a positive difference in the situations where we find ourselves. Link to that, number six, get rid of impatience and all negative emotions. The pressure of life can build so that we lose gentleness because of stress. And then unfortunately, that spills over onto those closest to us and especially onto the ones that we love. The story is told of a man who, on his way home from work every night, would pause outside the front door and place his hands on a bush that was growing there. He called it the worry tree. And uh, before he went into the house, he unloaded everything onto that tree as a symbolic way of just letting go of everything so that he didn't carry those negative things in and uh, dump that on his family instead. Number seven, ask yourself in every situation, what would Jesus do? I know that may sound a bit cliched, but we need to learn and uh, to think and respond as he would have done. John 5 verse 19, Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows him everything he's doing. The secret of our success is keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus was so effective and it will revolutionise our lives as well, bringing about the kind of fruit that God wants and I'm sure the kind of fruit that we would love to see as well. Finally, don't forget to let God the Father love you. Let his healing love soak into every part of your being, bringing healing and life. Let his gentleness become part of who you are. He is so gentle with us, so patient, so kind. And allow that to become part of who you are as well. That's all for today. Please join us on Sunday if you can. A warm welcome will be waiting. Just come as you are.